Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. obviously we're doing fantastic we're doing great how are you bud I'm good I'm good life is fascinating is all I gotta say wow your voice sounds better Brenda lost her voice but she sounds great I did no this weekend was like really rough I thought I had the coronavirus she thought I was dying no no coronavirus but I did honestly think that maybe I had strep I know I was surprised that you didn't I was too because I was feeling quite streppy I must say (laughs) Oh no, I'm so sorry. But yeah, it really is better from from our this this morning's recording. This yes, you do sound better. I'm so sorry that it was such a weekend. Please don't be sorry. No, but honestly, it was good because it was like the first, eh, not the first time, but like one I rested so much, which you needed apparently. And I feel like it almost like it should really shouldn't take you not feeling well at all to propel that, but it kind of forced me into being like, all right, let's give this a go. And for some reason, like. Not for some reason, obviously, doing so made me realize that like so often just like being is is so like healing. Yes. Not physically, just like mentally. Yes. I think that's very important. Yeah. I love that. I don't love that you were sick, but I love that that realization. For sure. And also, you know, like after you're sick, and <laughs> I think about this often when I'm not sick, which is most of the time, like I'm always so grateful for being able to breathe extra. oh yeah oh and then being able to taste again oh so grateful so grateful little things so little things but anyway so on Monday we did things that I've learned in my 25th year since it was a very transformational year for me and since Brenda's half birthday lines up exactly with my real birthday we're going to be doing what Brenda has learned in the first half of her 25th year today yes super excited it's It's so crazy because I feel like it's like, oh yeah, it's just a couple of months, but more and more, I feel like we come to realize that so much can happen in such a short amount of time. And like, we have so much more, maybe not control, but we have a level of power over like how it is that we choose to spend that time because it's going to pass anyway. So it's really cool to me that even over the past couple of months, I've had so many like epiphanies, if you will, or breakthroughs Mm -hmm. or all that stuff. So I'm excited to dive into it. Yay. But before we get into all of that, it's time for Product Hey, hey, happy your birthday. Oh my god, thank you. Happy birthday to you, darling. Um, so my pride, my pride is that one of the big things that has been like my focus during this time is Chris and I are finally starting to look for places to live together. Been really, really special. We've gone to about two, just two open houses so far. And it's been just like a really cool, like adult feeling 
type of experience. And <laughs> to be honest, I feel kind of a little bit lost in the setting, but I'm glad to be with uh, somebody who kind of knows what they're talking about. I would not. So funny, like just such a 20s thing. Like we were talking about it, not that we actually expect this to happen, but we were just like, you know, you like to visualize things. And we're like, imagine we're like in our, in a home together, like during the holidays. And we're like, yeah, there would be like no presents under the tree, but you know, (laughs) you could just wrap some empty boxes. I know. I was like, maybe we wrap like a candy, like something. Yeah. 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 Make it festive. Um, but yeah, so that's just been a really cool, like thing to look forward to in general regardless of when it happens just because the fact that we're at least proactively and actively just like looking for a space to share together and finally be able to like merge our lives together better than we have in the past is really cool so yeah it's so exciting yeah so I'm very excited about that and then um my pickle so my pickle is that sometimes I notice I have this like pattern and I probably mentioned this before but whenever I get stuck in any sort of like even momentary like maybe negative thoughts or negative headspace or just an off day Mm -hmm. I almost like search for things to save me if that makes sense like I think I'm so afraid even though I have so much self-awareness and I know that if I were to ever end up in a place that doesn't serve me that I would know how to ask for help and how to acknowledge that but I'm so afraid of it that I think I almost start to panic when I feel even remotely similar sensations to even if it's literally just like an off day that humans go between or a hormonal day um, that I start to like almost obsessively listen to like to fill my ears with positive things to try and get inspired to try and like listen for this one piece of wisdom or inspiration that'll click and knock me out of it. And I think it almost is just like counterproductive because the reality is that like I save me and like I know what's going to serve me and what's going to pick me back up. But I just notice that when I, when I feel that way, I start to almost panic and then like search for anything. Like I'm like grappling at all these different things to, for something to click, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I'm just like becoming more aware of. And I'm like, wait, like let's, before we start like obsessively listening to podcasts yeah. or trying to take notes or meditating and trying to find this deep thing, like, can we just approach this a little logically and be like, it's not that big a deal. Mm. It's not, you know, it's not that deep. It's not all these things. So yeah. yeah. Right. Sometimes it doesn't need to be a big, a big thing. Sometimes we can just take a second. Yeah. Figure it out. But I get it. Uh, yeah. What about you? Well, sorry, my pickle. My pickle this week is just that I just have a lot on my plate. Um, so I'm just feeling very overwhelmed because everything has to get done within like four days. And there's just simply not enough time in the days to get everything done in the way that I would want to get them done. It will all get done, just not um, with the with the ease and um, dedication and time that I wish to allot all the things. Um, and there will be no time for self, um, but it will all get done just four days, just very, very, it's going to be very overwhelming four days, but we're making it through. It all get done. And then my pride is that I just had a really great vacation last week, which is also why there's so much on my plate this week, because I really put everything off, which is also my own fault. But actually, a lot of things couldn't get done before this week, so it's not my own fault. Um, But yeah, so that was my pride. I had a really nice vacation. It was really nice to like have a change of scenery. It's just always like really refreshing to be somewhere new. Absolutely. Totally feels like a like a breath of fresh air. 
Yeah, I feel like changing your environment, changing your day-to-day routine, like it's it's a good switch up. Yeah, so important. But I want to talk about you, Brenda. 25. Okay. How has 25 been so far? For the most part, very good. I would say, I feel like we've said it time and time again, and our listeners probably like, we get it. She's more unapologetic. Good, good. Um, but I just <laughs> really feel it. like we. I made this like, decision to choose me a little bit more. And I really feel like I've been doing that. So some of the realizations, I guess, that I've come to just because in my 25th year, a big piece of me choosing myself meant like choosing the habits that served me, choosing the conversations, the routines, the people, the, all these things that really served me. But I think along that same vein in my 25th year, I feel like I've had a lot of like breakthroughs when it comes to fitness and when it comes to my habits, but something that I've like recently just like started to say to myself is I also just like wasn't put on this earth to just master my routines and to just like be this high achiever because I think that when I was in a like lower place in my with my mental health and stuff I didn't feel like me and I hated that like I didn't feel like this high achieving energetic version of me regardless of what I looked like and as a result I think I felt like I lost myself and then once I started finding this momentum of like holy shit like this is me this is who I am she does all of the things and she does them really well and when I started to find that I think I was like I never want to lose this piece of what makes me me but at the same time and in the same vein I've been trying trying to really, really like step into this idea in truth that like, I'm also not just here to achieve. I'm also not just here to make other people feel happy or feel good or even feel valued, even if it's important to me, like, or judge myself for my shortcomings. Like I am really working on not allowing my mood overall, even subconsciously to be dictated by how well I'm honoring my word, even if that's important to me or how well I'm impacting others or how well I'm performing. Um, Like I realize more and more that I'm here to enjoy life and like really create long lasting memories. And something I'm still navigating in this 25th year is being truly, truly present. And I find that a big reason why I'm not present, obviously, is either I'm fixated on the past in some ways and judging myself for not performing as highly as I wish to in whatever capacity, or I'm focused on the future and how I can line things up to perform my best. Um, And when I say perform, I hope you guys know what I mean. Even if it means like showing up as a good friend or in my best energy or like, you know, doing well in a specific setting, whatever it is. But I, I do find a lot of my mental focus goes towards that. And then I immediately, maybe not immediately, but whenever like certain events happen, um, I do feel like regret or guilt or shame. And I'm like, no, it's not what it's about. Like life is also meant, actually it's solely meant to be enjoyed and the ways in which we choose to enjoy life uh, play a role. So I I feel like that's a lot of what I've learned is I'm not just here to achieve certain things. Wow. It's so great to hear that from you too. But I think, I think maybe that's been like really recent, right? That realization, like maybe like the past like month. (laughs) 100% which I like past like week (laughs) I'm I'm so glad to hear that from you and like I I think that that's really true and I just I I think what has been so like transformative in this 20 this like year for both of us and like like 25 year for me and like this six months of 25 for you of like learning that it's like okay 
to have realizations and like to change your mind and to discover new things about yourself and to like say one thing and then actually realize "Eh, maybe not that maybe this thing like and I think that I think that coming into the acceptance of like that that is what you're allowed to do because being curious and being open and being accepting of change within yourself and within the world around us is really like a much happier way to live and a smarter way to live because you get to constantly choose the version of yourself that you want to be instead of making rules for yourself that you like, that might not work for you anymore. Totally. And I think a lot of the rules that I set for myself work for me until I feel like I break them to an extent. And then I judge myself for them. Like, I think if I were to just go about my life, having these perhaps like, I don't know, bright lines that I follow and I'm like, Oh, I love this, love that. But I think the biggest difference comes like with the judgment. And I would definitely say that's something that in these past couple of months, but more so in these past like week or freaking day Mm -hmm. um, that I've been thinking about is the judgment has got to stop. Yes. (laughs) When we judge ourselves, there's just so much more emotional charge on it. And that's something I do constantly. And I know a lot of us do, like we judge ourselves for blank, for this, for doing this or for not doing this. And like, that's something that I just feel like adds so much more drama Mm. to our day to day. Whereas I could just have these bright lines that serve me. And then ultimately, if something doesn't work out the way that it was planned, okay, we adjust, we grow, we learn, we shift, or we just accept it and like do something different next time. But like Mm -hmm. I put all, and I'm not saying this is something I'm working on. This is something I've come to terms with that is important. (laughs) do but something I have I would not even say like scratch the surface of because I'm constantly falling into these traps but in the next couple of months over my 25th year hopefully by 26 I'll be in a better space um in navigating these things but I've definitely come to terms with it being important who are yeah yeah absolutely and I've seen you be very reflective and like introspective and questioning a lot like in this past six months and I think that that was what feels so you know different to me than maybe us in the past but we're just more aware of like questioning ourselves and like and not questioning ourselves like not trusting ourselves but but really like being like is this aligning for me is this really making me happy is this really getting me to my goals whatever it is and like and I I agree with you it's like we're not just here to like live in rigid lines or achieve like you're here to live and to to be able to make choices for yourself and your choice one day might be different than a choice other day and not beating yourself up for feeling like you need to be some sort of robot totally yeah and I think like in that same vein with the observation without judgment like mentioned it kind of in my pickle but a lot of what I realize is so many of my negative thoughts which again, I know is relatable to a lot of people are such a distraction from the goal at hand. Like if there is a goal and if there is something that we want to accomplish, the amount of energy that I and we give those negative thoughts are literally the like the biggest soul distraction from wherever it is that we want to go. Yeah. And I think that that's just something that's like been very, there's so many things that have been top of mind for me, but that's just something else too that comes along with judgment for me is like, it's weird to think that often certain negative thoughts are our comfort when the negative thoughts themselves are uncomfortable, but it's just funny how our brains work that way. And I feel like I've been doing a lot more. I've been trying to think more logically about certain things, like as an outside observer, yeah. um, because like I try and put myself in like the shoes of one of our friends or something like that, looking at a situation. Cause the reality is so many moments in which I reflect on things I say to myself or think about myself or my life. I'm like, dude, 
if if Julia said this to me or if Ashley, like someone that I really love and care for said this to me, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's just, it's just so interesting how we can, how we can do that. And in that same vein, I've just thought about a lot about like discomfort in general mm-hmm. and how, how that kind of plays a role in our day to day. Like for me, risk-taking and getting out of my comfort zone in some veins come naturally to me. And then in others, I find myself still feeling like a little bit limited or afraid to offend or stuff like that. So I've just been working through where getting uncomfortable is like still necessary for my growth and where getting uncomfortable is still is like a place I don't even maybe need to go or don't need to, you know, follow. So absolutely. I think we've talked a good amount about like, you know, this whole journey with your relationship to yourself. Do you feel like you've changed at all in this first half of 25 in your relationship to others, like in your romantic relationship or in your friendships? Has that shifted at all in these past six months? Yeah. Um, I think in terms of my romantic relationship, I feel like such a stronger sense of partnership with Chris. I think that honestly, due to a lot of the insecurities that I had in my relationship to myself for the first couple of years when we were dating, I think I always felt like him dating me was him doing me a favor Mm -hmm. um, or like him you know, settling or him, like, I didn't really realize this until I reflected on it more recently, but I was always so afraid that he would leave or that I would give him reasons to leave or that I was like an embarrassment to him. Like all these stories I would make up in my head and really believe. And I realized that that showed up a lot in the way in which I carried myself in our relationship and the way in which I treated him in the way in which almost my actions, which again, he has always been like, in terms of my relationship to myself, it's changed a gazillion times in inside, outside, all that stuff. I would like to think my heart's been the same, but a lot about me has changed over the past couple of years and so much about him, although he's grown so much, has remained very constant in the way that he treats and cares for me. But I know for a fact that like so much of the way that I think I treated him, of course, out of love, but a lot of my actions and words, I think were like almost trying to convince him to stay, even though he never threatened he would go. Mm. and it's really been cool as my relationship to myself has changed to see the way in which I've showed up differently in our relationship, which again, I'm still super loving, still show my love in every love language possible, but I think I just feel on my own terms as much more equal partners, and it's funny because I feel like in a lot of relationships, people don't feel like equal partners as a result of like someone else putting that onto them and making themselves feel superior, where I created that story for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I made the, this decision that like, you know, how, how lucky am I to have this guy that is so loving and caring and giving and like, you know, whatever. And now it's been cool to see not only the way that just like our dynamic has changed, but also just like my confidence all around, not only in our relationship, but in what I bring to the table and in what I have to offer in general, as a human, as a girlfriend, as a partner, like in, in all different categories. So that's been really cool to see. And I think he, I mean, I know for a fact, he feels it like I can't imagine him not feeling it, but um, it's cool that when you really choose to actively make yourself a complete person as much as you can, that you're able to bring so much more to whoever you're other puzzle pieces. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Is there one concrete thing that you feel like you've really learned? Like if you could say like, I've learned this one thing in like the first half of my 25th, fifth year, is there anything that like really stands out? I think, hmm, I think just like 
patience and consistency. Like I personally am in such a rush to get into a lot of places. I, again, I say this all the time. So I think it's personally funny to me. Like I listen to all my podcasts on 2X. I try to like learn as much as possible in the shortest amount of time. I hate wasting time. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves, <laughs> unless I'm being intentional about the time wasting, then it bothers the life out of me. And I think that I've just realized that some of the most beautiful things in life are the ones that you persevere towards consistently. And there's, I've just feel like I've gained a lot of patience throughout the process. And I found a lot of joy in the journey, whether it's of a career of pursuing further steps in a romantic relationship of my fitness journey. And I just, I think in so many ways, although I'd like to think I'm a very ambitious person, there's a lot of things in which in the past, I don't say that I would have been a quitter for it, but I would have lost my patience a lot sooner and not seen the beauty in the actual process. Yeah. I think that I see a lot of the beauty in the process now. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Has there been any resource or practice or habit or person that has really helped you through this first six months? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like there's so many answers. That's why I'm really trying to think about them. Just shout out a couple. Okay. I think that in terms of, in terms of a person, I know that I've mentioned Arielle on the podcast before and it probably seems like I'm obsessed with her, but honestly, it's been like a really having like a coach that helps guide me with my mental health and stuff. I personally never really had like, I'm not saying she's a therapist, um, but I've personally never had like one-on-one support consistently like every single day or a couple of times a week. So being able to like intentionally check in with someone often throughout the week and hundred percent in depth and reflective at least once a week um, has been just really helpful for me, not only to observe my own thoughts, but to also really get a good combination of a reality check and also some like actionable steps to take care of, of me and my thoughts and all that stuff. I think also the show um, not to like be cheesy or repetitive, but I think that often like I can, if I'm in an off headspace or whatever, like whenever we do an episode, even it's not that I don't want to do the show, but obviously we're like, we get sleepy. Sometimes we have things come up, we have busy lives, but every time that we do some sort of episode, no matter what the topic, I feel like I always feel better after yep. doing so, or feel like I learned something Totally, me too. Uh, or obviously got to connect with Julia and I think that over the past couple of months, it's weird because like where, I mean, there is still COVID obviously, but I feel like I've seen Julia kind of less over the past couple of months than we normally would have. And even so, like, because of this podcast, I think we've been able to stay super connected and still have like a vulnerable friendship and all that stuff. So um, obviously she serves as like such a huge person that I feel so comfortable being vulnerable with. And I'm going to miss much Um, but yeah so I I feel like those are those are just a few I love them did you have anything else on your bullet points that you didn't get to mention before I asked you my last question I think just super quick on the same vein of like thoughts and stuff I've been thinking a lot about how beliefs and like stuff like that are just sentences like Mm. catch the emotion from it completely like stuff like beliefs negative thoughts all that stuff I've been repeating to myself when they come up like these are just sentences like these are just words that I strung together Um, and I don't think that serves everyone at every stage like I think there was a stage where there was like honey there's like some deeper meaning to this and like Mm -hmm. you gotta gotta sort your shit out um now (laughs) due to uh not needing to be paralyzed by overanalyzing 
I think there are just some things where I'm like, this is just a sentence and I don't yeah. need to give it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It can be really beneficial, I think. And definitely in certain moments when you're feeling super overwhelmed, just to be able to take that step back and remind yourself that. If you, so now you very well know Brenda ages 20 to 25 and a half. If you could tell Brenda ages 25 and a half to 30 one thing, what would you, what would you tell her? What would you want for her? What I want for her? Oh my God. I would want, I would want her to know what would I want for her life or what would I want her to know? Like as she's there, what would you want her? What do you want her to know as she embarks on this second half of her twenties? Mm, okay. I would want her to know that she is safe to trust herself. She is safe to take risks that no matter what step she takes, she is strong and smart enough to figure out the next steps. And that out of so many people on this earth, although we love and respect all the people on this earth, that she can confidently and efficiently navigate any situation that comes her way. So to not be so hard on herself, to not judge herself, to enjoy life more and more and to do her best to continue to find some peace in her mind and body and soul. (laughs) Love it. Amazing, bud. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you for letting me share all of the random things going on in my ether of brain. (laughs) Happy half birthday. Thanks, doll. Thanks, my my opposite birthday half. Opposite birthday half. Wow. Oh, that's (laughs) interesting. It's so beautiful. We should get that tattooed. What? That we should get that tattooed. My opposite birthday half? Yeah. It's a long one. Yeah, but before you go. Are you going to make me get a tattoo before I leave? A friendship tattoo before I leave? I would literally love nothing more. (laughs) I was thinking here. I'll consider. Really? No. But I'll get you a bracelet. (laughs) I don't want your bracelet. I worked at Claire's. (laughs) I have all the bracelets. (laughs) declares maybe we should bring that for the second half but bring that back for second half of 20s friendship bracelets claire's no <laughs> no no i actually did pass a claire's the other day and i was like oh Brenda worked she did her first piercing was a newborn baby and she had to pretend that it wasn't her first piercing oh my god well on that note <laughs> i hope that you guys um are you know enjoying this 20s journey with us i think brenda and i have both really transformed a lot in this this 25th year thus far and it's definitely been an interesting journey to to get to like be so cognizant of that in relation to this show and um I know I said it for myself but like I've really changed I think more in this 25th year than I have my whole life and um I know Brenda is going through some some big changes as well and if you guys are feeling like this is a really transformational time for you too you're not alone you're not and if any of you are like shoot nothing's changing but I want it to your time's gonna come too so just keep Mm -hmm. doing your thing Mm -hmm. keep showing up keep taking the steps and your time is coming absolutely all the changes and you all right Zen on a ten, baby. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.